Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Wednesday the 13th of December 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the federal government this morning released its mid-year economic fiscal outlook, otherwise known as MAIFO, and higher taxes and a delay in some infrastructure projects has drastically improved the bottom line. MAIFO, released by Treasurer Jim Chalmers, updates that bottom line for this financial year. It says there'll be a tiny deficit of about $1.1 billion. Now, back in May, they said it was $13.9 billion. Mostly the improvement is because of a surge in tax revenue. All up, that's about $65 billion better than it was back in May. A big chunk of that is from higher income tax receipts and a big chunk is from higher company tax receipts, thanks to the big miners paying more on the back of elevated iron ore prices. Chalmers said the government isn't forecasting a second successive surplus, but he did say it's within striking distance. To help lower inflation and help pay down debt, Dr Chalmers said the government on its numbers is banking about 92% of the revenue windfall. Story number two, the S&P ASX 200 closed up 0.3% today to 7,258 points, another three-month high, with healthcare stocks leading the way, while real estate investment trusts and financials also did well. Energy stocks were, again, the weakest performers. CSL was among the best of the large caps at least, up more than 1%. All the banks did pretty well. It was a big day for the iron ore miners. The price of ore remains high, around $135 US a tonne. That's pushed Fortescue Metals Group's share price to a record and Rio Tinto's share price to a two-year high. Woodside and Santos were lower. That's on the back of oil prices falling again. Telstra was down and the retailers Woolies and Coles underperformed. In corporate news, Air New Zealand dropped 1% after it downgraded guidance on weak demand. And gold miners Newmont and Northern Star dropped around 1% as the price for the precious metal slipped below $2,000 an ounce. Story number three, US inflation figures released this morning show annual price growth in the world's biggest economy falling slightly to 3.1% last month, but core inflation on an annual basis was unchanged at 4%, still double the Fed's target of 2%. The upshot is that while investors don't think the Federal Reserve is about to raise interest rates again, they may stay higher for a while yet. Certainly US bond yields rose and Wall Street was happy with the S&P 500 closing at a year-long high. Story number four, Sigma shareholders are pretty happy this afternoon with the stock's share price jumping 70% in morning trading and that's after it resumed following the announcement of its merger with Chemist Warehouse. By the close, it was up 36%. Sigma had been an underperformer but most people think otherwise now. Sigma completed a $400 million raising before reopening. Under the deal, Sigma will buy the much bigger chemist warehouse to create a near $9 billion wholesale and retail pharmacy business. If approved by the competition regulator, the proposed ASX listing will own 864 pharmacies in Australia, split between 503 under the chemist warehouse brand and 361 under the Sigma brand, with equivalent earnings before interest and tax of just under half a billion dollars on sales of about $6.7 billion. And story number five, Argentina has announced a sharp devaluation of its currency and cuts to energy and transport subsidies as part of shock measures from new president Javier Malay. He says they're needed to deal with an economic emergency. He's not overstating it. The Argentine peso will be devalued by 50% to 800 to the US dollar from 400 pesos to the dollar, according to a story from Associated Press. Millet said the country didn't have time to consider other alternatives. Now, Argentina is suffering from an annual inflation rate of about 143%. Its currency has plunged and four in 10 Argentines 
are impoverished. As part of the new measures, the government is cancelling tenders of any public works projects and cutting some state jobs to reduce the size of the government. There's also cuts to energy and transport subsidies and the number of government ministries will go from 18 to 9. That's it for the Afternoon Report for Wednesday the 13th of December 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with the Thursday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>